Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Check Out. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Are you guys sick of us yet? Because this is like the third episode in like eight days after making you guys wait like 15 days for an episode. Because that's how we like to do, right? We feel so bad. <laughs> we um, feel so bad. We're like, here, have all of the things. <laughs> if it were if it were any other thing, man, um, I do like to space it out because I can't guarantee that we'll be able to jump in. You know, it's going to be at least eight days till we can record again. And so like normally I like to give us a little lead time, but we simply cannot wait too long no, after not for um, that, last Sunday. Man, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, mean, I really uh, think when it comes back, we're going to have to figure something out. Like, where so, we just have dedicated discovery yeah. talk. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, without further ado, here's our in-depth uh, conversation about the Star Trek Next Generation Season 6 episode, Rascals, in which, <laughs> in which all the crew members become kids. Um, I, I for really one, like that episode. It's cute. Yeah, I watched it this week. That's why I'm bringing it up. I, for one... Thought that uh, thought that young Molly was performed uh, pretty terribly, but Ensign, but young Roe and uh, young oh, Picard did a, did an excellent job. I thought it was very interesting that they used the same actor who played Picard's nephew in. Uh, in I'm sorry. Oh right, I mean that's really the, the yeah. continuity there is great. Yeah. At least there's one character that actor played that didn't get burnt to death in a fire. Stop. Um, you always bring that up. I swear. Um, that poor kid. I, that poor like, kid. It's good thing he he's just like he's not grown up and listening to this show. You know, I've said this, but I've said this before. It's seriously always, like, uh, like how fucking would that it, fuck with your head? It's like, always you're it, always like all I think about what I see was fire and death. Two wow, interesting, awesome dude. <laughs> two interesting sidebars to that. Uh, one, um, it always bothered me in Star Trek Generations that uh, that Patrick Stewart said burned to death in the fire. It just always bugged me. He goes, he goes Oh yeah, right. Like, the, like the the big fire. Right? Oh, that fire. Oh, th- oh that, right. Yeah, you know the one we all heard about. The that, that fire. One, the fire. Yeah. It also really bothered me. I mean, especially me. with the Federation being. I mean, it is a pretty small. Yeah, sort I know. Of settlement. It's, so I guess he's got a point. Like any, any sort fire. of a fire uh, would be kind of the fire. Yeah. Right. That everybody would know about because it's like these small yeah. towns, like you know, it's a big deal yeah. fire. And then and then the other thing that really bothered me is having seen both Rascals and remembering that uh that episode, um, the fact that there's a different actor playing young Renee in the picture um also bothered me. I was like, we know what Renee looks like. We know what that kid looks like. Why why did you choose a different uh, maybe 
Uh, was ne- it after the fact though, or was it? Oh, like- you know why? You know what? You know no. what I'm saying? I'll give it to him because because Renee doesn't just appear in a picture. He's also in Picard's um like little fever dream, um in uh in the Nexus. And given that that the actor was probably six, you know, or not six, maybe seven when they shot that episode, he would have been you know closer to his teenage years now. He probably would not have looked. Kind of yeah, the it would have been a hard sell. Yeah. Like unless he didn't hit his growth spurt. Like with it, with a boy child, like you, there's a op, there's a potential if you yeah. catch him early enough in his teen years that it's yeah, it's all right. Uh, but well, because you, you know, miss, uh, if you miss the window, man, you really fucking miss it. Like because yeah. then all of a sudden he sounds like this, and he's totally a. Different. Well, you know what? Well, and you know here, and you're not, and and you're not, you don't feel as as bad if you show for some reason it's just not quite as oh when it's a teenager than if it's a little kid um which doesn't make oh, any de- sense death i mean death. that's true yeah. that's it's there, I mean, but they're trying to like, tug all the heartstrings it, it, it's like a it's anytime you kill somebody in a interestingly like, it, 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 interest interestingly counselor um, <laughs> anytime it's, you kill somebody, it's also odd to note that this how much recent, life they, they this recent picture of renee is actually younger than that time that I saw him five years ago. It's it's somehow or another. He I'm has. Se- I'm serious, dude. I, like, do you know that we are traveling? We're traveling at relativistic matters. speeds. I don't know if you follow the theory <laughs> of relativity. Aware of that. Yeah, but no. uh, we've been going so fast around the universe on Earth. It's gigantic. only been like. He's have you read gigantic. Ender's Game? Because they talk about it a lot at Ender's Game. Um, do they? I yeah, mean, they I remember reading it just the, um, the one time though. Oh, the sequel to Ender. Actually, they talk about it in the sequel to Ender's Game. Oh, that, okay. Um, that when Ender, Ender and Valentine go uh, go off-world, um, by the time they get where they're going, everyone who was everyone on Earth else, when they yeah. were there was dead. Yeah. But no, then that's the other way around. Yeah, because when you're the one moving fast, time goes faster for you. So I don't know. Wait, what? Like, Renee, Re, yeah, because, yeah, when you're going, f- I forget how it works. No time goes slower for you. No time goes say, slower yeah, for like, you. No, it doesn't go fast. Time goes for slower for you like, when for you're the you, one who's it's moving. It's been like five days, and for them, it's yeah. been like so. Really, Renee should have R- Renee should have been like thirty-five when he burned to death in the. F- I don't know. It it's doesn't make fact. any sense. He it's probably in the should. fire. But I'm, so, it's but I'm the saying, fire. seriously, it's the like, de-aging fire. It's not that he burned. It's that it's, it's the, the fire. The de- aging fire. He turned it back into an embryo and just didn't survive. It didn't exist anymore. I'm just saying, like I I have a like. I have a point of reference when it comes to like boys growing up and girls growing up, and there's like because they have a niece and a nephew, and like my nephew, oh my was, like one day, like I swear it was the weirdest thing. It was like, I mean, we it's not like we see the kid all the time or anything, but like we, we saw him, and it was like the last time we had seen him, he was like a little like boy, right? It was like he looked like he was seven or something, and you could you could have bought that. Um, and then all of a sudden, his voice dropped, and he was like a million feet tall. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know what? what you, you know what just occurred to me? Um, <laughs> once again, stupid Picard in Generations. Why did Picard like? Did he have a concussion in Generations? It's all I can think of because got, now you gotta let it go, man. <laughs> well, because here's the thing: we've we've talked <laughs> a lot about point, about you gotta we've let talked, it go. We've talked a lot about how he should have gone. Yes, I can go back to any time. I want to go back to when Soren was on the ship. Or yeah. I'd like to go back nine days before they burnt to death in the fire. <laughs> Perhaps maybe they don't have to have burnt to death in the fire. How about I go back nine days, 
tell them not to. I mean, I'm tribe traveling anyway at this point. At this right? point, really, yeah, it's the, kind of it's kind of a crapshoot anyway. At like, this point, gonna, it, like nine, what's nine days, man? At like this I'm point, not going to know the difference. It's not like because is there really enough time in nine days? For, I know, like, I know, I know. You're not supposed to. Bullshit, right? I know you're not supposed to go back in time and change things, but really, I'm going back in time and changing the destruction of a planet. So at this point. If I'm going to be using time travel to change history, I'm going to... I can guide... save a few people from a fucking fire, This right? is where I'd like to go. <laughs> Listen, the first fine. thing we're going to do is we're going to go... Listen, James T., we're going to go back Buddy. to nine days ago. I just need to make a phone call. Then, then we'll wait. We're... Then we'll go meet Soren, and we'll <laughs> we'll stop. And you know what we'll do? We'll stop that uh, that, that uh, Romulan invasion of that of that space station too. They don't all need to die. They don't all need um, to die. Like, um, that's not necessary. Yeah, I think I think that you know if we could just go back a week, that would really you know what maybe solve. we just did, maybe that's the deleted scene right? Like he said that shit, and then Kirk was like, No, 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 I done this time. No, time man, I got you. Yeah, listen, listen, I man, I'm to do, man. I'm, I'm really busy. Like, 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 listen, I ain't got time for all that shit. If you want to go back to like. I don't know. A couple of minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's no chance that I'm going to fall off a mountain and die. Yeah, I'm but sure. Like any more than that. I'm sure um, that's that's like let's go back to somewhere also more dangerous for me. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, sure. I don't want to see what Earth is like 400 years later. Stop! You that's have fine. to stop because we're never going to talk about discovery, and it's not okay. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Stupid. Like I, I want to like actually be rigging your physical deck, and I can't. <laughs> okay. All right. Star Trek Discovery. Um. Last. Uh. About. Two days ago had its season finale. It's remarkable season finale at the end of a remarkable season. Um, uh, yeah, and I, and I didn't see that coming either. The fact that it was a season, I'm like, wait a minute. We've only had like, I, don't I didn't. Know. I I saw it coming in that I saw the next. Episodes? I, I saw oh. the next time on on Star Trek Discovery. I saw that coming, but like before that, I was like, whoa, really, really? That, that's really that's, okay. That's it. There's so so few left. So much to talk about since the so for those of you listening in the rewatch since the last time we last time we talked, Lorca was revealed to be evil. So, um, just to bring us all back to speed, uh, Lorca um uh, was killed uh, as we kind of knew he would be. I mean, we said episodes before that they're going to kill him. He that this this universe's Lorca will be the big season three reveal. I mean, I guarantee you, I guarantee season three, season four, you're going to find Lorca in some shuttle. Shuttlecraft somewhere as a big surprise. Yeah, um, I, f- I feel like that has to happen. I, and, yeah. and I I also, I was telling um, Mr. A, like, I I think there's a good chance we could see other Lorca as well. Like. No, I, no. I, I think he's gone. I think he's done. I mean, I really think he's he's I, pretty dead. I mean, we watched the skin flay off his I, face. No, we didn't. I feel what like we, we did. Saw, we saw him disintegrate, right? Yeah, but really violently disintegrate. Right, but we didn't see, but we saw, like, if you watch, I guess maybe I need to watch it again, but I, from what I recall, he disintegrated into, like, blue sparkles, right? Oh, Not, you think they transported him? I'm No, I, but he, like, I think there's a chance he's in the mycelial network or some oh, hokey crazy shit, man, because he didn't, like, it wasn't fire and brimstone like like red death, it was like blue death. And then, I'm and then saying. we, then we found out that uh, that the female Klingon board uh, is also uh, inexplicably a brain surgeon. But I just let that go. Um, right. I, uh, like, you know what? She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Right? She, <laughs> like, as far as I'm concerned. I know. 
Um, I really uh, like her. And it's like, <laughs> wait, she can, she, you know, at this point, it's like, I need to know how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Got Let's it. Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, Ash, like she's, Ash, she's just jacked into the matrix. She can do everything. It's Ash fine. Tyler is Ash. Uh, Ash Tyler is Ash. And, uh, and, but he carries Vogue's memories. Um, the uh the empress uh is who still they've not mentioned uh and Sensato. what are you doing um they've not mentioned empress it really Sato. it's so it's so it'd be so easy uh, it would be one line and i it be would happy. be one and the thing is it it has that continuity without fucking with anything cuz like that's the one like overarching thing i can say about uh the episodes that we saw um like I they're really good and so I'm I'm to a point where I'm just like trying to let go of the whole Vogue thing and the Klingon thing and the Seric thing. Um and it's like Well let's uh, let, let's not talk about to. that final shot. Let's not talk about the final shot, because we're gonna spend a long time on that final shot, clearly. Yeah, no, I know. That right. is big. But, but let's but we'll 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 get we'll get but, there. So let's but, just bring it but that's, that would have been a really easy. Yeah. And here's the thing: they they did this other one in the very last episode of the season, the season finale episode. They had this great bit of continuity that, like, if you are watching Star Trek Discovery, it's the first time you've ever watched Star Trek, uh, you wouldn't even catch it. You won't notice it at all. You'll have no idea. Well, let's let's get there. Let me let me bring us but up I'm to what. If you're one of yeah. us, you're like, oh. That's so awesome! And it's so, this little tiny thing and it hurts nothing. And so, it's not even a continuity thing on it, I get, like, in terms of the, the uh, universe and the reality. Um, so, 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 I'm just saying. So, they, so they, they get back after um, dining on Saru flesh um, and they, they uh, bring the Empress back with them to our reality and they find out the Klingons, they've jumped forward nine months. Um, I guess I'm okay with it, except that there was no mention of time travel, but okay, I guess that's a thing that they did. Fine. Um, uh, I mean, I feel like there was, there, there was talk of, um, yeah, I, here's the thing. I, the, I, the there, there certainly was a, there was a, an expectation or there's a foundation, I suppose, if you will, like that, that time is like that when he's in the mycelial network and he's trying to reach a point, like it's all the things all the time. Right. Yeah, and and here's the thing: if it were, I think and, they say that. In fact, if the show point, were, so. if the, if this show were not called Star Trek, right? If the show did not have the name Star Trek, I meet might be a little like, what the hell, time travel? But literally, yeah. we had a whole we had a whole episode where a time loop repeats because two ships crash into each other. Like it's just yeah. like like okay, fine, whatever. Um, yeah, the, the, Klingons, I mean, the, 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 the only Kling problem I had with it was that somehow in nine months, which is a ridiculously short period of time, it feels to me uh, that they had essentially lost the war in nine months. I don't know. A lot can happen in nine months. I mean, it's if like uh, like if the Klingons are unleashed, you know, a I'm lot. Just, uh, and you got the seems... here's the thing. Remember when they left, they were losing the war. So. Nine months later, you know, I could I see mean, it all collapsing. They weren't losing the war. They weren't doing well. Yeah. Either way, um, either way, they weren't they, doing. Let's well. just try to like cushion that blow. We we get to you that. Know, we, I don't want to say that they were losing or losers. I want to stay away from really negative words like that. I want to say that they were winning challenge. They were unwinning. They were unwinning, uh, they were unwinning they the war. They were unwinning it. Um. So when we get to this episode, um. 
Uh, desperate times call for desperate, desperate measure, desperate measures. The Starfleet Admiral uh, teams with the Empress to uh, take a bomb to the heart of Kronos and destroy uh, and destroy Kronos. And this is what uh, are you doing? Um, it's and, like and 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 un and this is all unknown. Like, this is all, all this is like a that's like that all happens in like three. Like that doesn't happen in one episode. Well, doing? I'm just I'm just leading us up to the beginning of this episode and un un. This what is, is the beginning of this episode. We're only going to talk about the last one. Yeah, I think there's so much like in the time that we Are have given, given. We're already we're already 15 minutes into this episode. I think we're going to be spending 25 minutes on the last four seconds of this episode. <laughs> there's so much. Um, I mean, maybe. You can't. We can't just skip over Fine, all you, of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus, dude. I'm so excited about what I just saw. I can't even think about what I saw last week. Seriously, um, yeah, man. Talk. You would. I don't okay, know, so I anyway, even... that's that's where we are going into no, this episode. So that is not hold on. where we are. I can't do it sec- with you. Boy, oh boy, you yelled at can't... me through. I listened to our Han Solo episode. You yelled at me the whole time. Um, that's where we are. Well, the Solo one, you had it coming. That's where we are at the beginning of the season finale. So before we talk about the season finale, Alexia, what are your thoughts about all the events leading up to the season finale? Five minutes go. Fuck you. I would like to submit suck a bag of dicks. I just have a buffet of dicks. I did. I just came back. And then bathe in a bath of dicks. I just came back from Dick's Buffet of Dicks. Um, interesting. The guy who owns it is named Dick, which is ironic. I think also a eunuch. Anyway, go on. First of all, I would like to say that I was remember how I had said to you, um, if we can get Giorgio back, I don't, yeah, I don't even care how. It's like they read my mind. <laughs> I like, I, and you, I will say this: I find and I appreciated that. that. <laughs> here's, here's I loved her. I loved. I, like what they did yeah um, so Giorgio at the beginning of the the show I liked very much I did and, too and very Empress much. Empress Giorgio I liked very much very but, much but Empress Giorgio stuck in our reality oh is perfect so great yeah. and I mean, I miss, but like did we talk because I don't remember if we even talked about like the fucking that fight scene with her and Michael before Michael takes her back with her yeah it's like she's, she's gonna die with honor. Like there's like she, but she before that she's so incredibly badass. Like it has to be some of the best fight sequences I think we've ever seen in Star Trek. Well, I mean it's Michelle like, Yeoh, right? It's like it's right it's the and she fucking one she, of dude, the best female she, martial artists to ever have been on screen ever right? in the history. I, f- like I the feel star like, of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. If she's yeah. not doing martial arts, then you cast the wrong person. Right, and she fucking. Dude, she like that doesn't deflect, but dodges a fucking phaser beam, like, like just like boop. Sorry, just kidding. Like, and you, and it's totally believable. It's not like ridiculous or anything. You're like, damn, she's so badass. If it were anybody else, I would ha- almost have a problem with it. But like, I could uh, Michelle Yeoh could could like reverse roundhouse kick a phaser beam and have it deflect, and I'd be like, yep, well, right. Yeah. And I'd be like, like, she's yeah, Michelle totally. Yeoh. Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, yep, it's totally believable. Like, like I, and she's I, in that cool ass fucking other universe armor shit, like that, like just looks cooler and is just yeah, but so she, but badass. She, it's so fun because I I didn't like her in that guy's the fancy makeup and the and the cool badass armor. It's when she was back in Starfleet like garb and she still carried the menace with her. 
Oh was, yeah, that was it she's was, so that fantastic, was so interesting, and it's so like, and it's and it's and the thing is, it's like uh, I love it. When like one of my favorite things about the whole her bringing her back, um, like I said, I don't I don't care how I get her back. I don't care. Don't care. I want her to be the captain, and they gave it to me, man. I don't want and, her to be the captain. That's the thing. No, I want her to be like if she's going to be the new Gul Dukat. Like yes, she's going to be something. She has to like. There's no way she's just going to go live like like slink away into the sunset somewhere. Yeah. Um. But like, I love the conversation because what's so great is when she just like can't watch her die. And she just has this emotional reaction and takes her with her. Like, I like cheered, dude. I was like, yes, yes. But then at the same time, when she, when she's got like, she was just about to like go down with the ship, so to speak, you know? And she's like, what have you done to me? And I'm like, oh man, she doesn't seem happy about it. No. <laughs> I'm pretty happy that she's still Poor alive. Poor Michael. Poor Michael. And I, like, Michael, and I Michael love the, and I love the conversation right. with Michael and Saru. Like it just shows how far they've come. You know what I mean? They're walking down the hall, and this is the same guy who, after the you know, she started the war, so to, you know, such as it was, was like, "I I don't trust you. You're you know, I'm scared. You I find you terrifying. All that stuff, right?" The same guy is walking down the hall with her, and is like, "Um, she's like, I'm. She's like, I could give you a bunch of like bullshit. I could say this. I could say that. She's like, but the reality is, I couldn't. I couldn't watch her die again." By the way, can I say something about Suru real quick? Um, we had giant fights about his ability to sense impending doom. Um, and yeah, does that make any sense? But man, is it a great like way to ratchet up the tension when his spider sense goes off when he's sitting there and then he doesn't know why, but his little things pop out. Because I I'm now at a point when I see them pop out, I just go, Oh shit. What's what's about to happen? Like it's it's like once I get past the mechanism of, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I love whenever they pop out that, and he doesn't really mention them. It's just them popping out ratchets up the tension visually on the screen. I love them now. I like, mean, it's if that, that doesn't bother me, right? Like the, the, the ganglia or whatever they call them, that doesn't bother me at all. It, it's this idea of sensing death that, and the way that they presented that, that I still think is fucking stupid. And it makes and it's like, ah, oh, whatever. But yeah, but but let's but, be but, let's be clear. We we're we're again. This is not a science series. All right, let's be clear. That's so much as we want to pretend it is. You know that it makes about as much sense as Betazoids being able to read minds and Q being no, able no, no. to. No, no, I mean, I, I'm saying evolutionarily universes. speaking, that it, it doesn't bother me at all. Like that, there's like some kind of fear response to danger. Right, like that, that is heightened because they're such a prey animal. That doesn't bother me at all. You know what I mean? It's just this idea of sensing death specifically that's ridiculous, and that's not even accurate. Like, so yeah, I just, no, it's, I, it's, I wish it's come to mean we can sense the coming of it's it's the spider sense. It's what it really is. It's the spider. It's, sense. Yeah, it's it's like a spidey sense, and I Yo, think and that's I'm, I'm I don't, okay but that. I'm totally fine with that. Um, I just I love that he he's like yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, and and it might bite us in the ass. But I get it. <laughs> like, so they're kind of like just seeing the arc of him of of both of them, Michael and Saru, and their relationship has been awesome. Um, and he's and I really think he's coming to his own, like, because he was so fearful when we first met him, and now he, you know, gave this great speech as a captain. Um, and this is our and, ship. Yeah, 
and he's and he's I feel like has command like I believe like I I had a little bit of trouble being like I'm I'm not so sure how this guy got to be you know her second in command just because he's I mean he seems a little bit whiny and scared of everything like yeah no I li- I like I like Saru um, a lot but I've really I've really enjoyed his journey uh and and the reparation uh, like of him and her and Michael's uh, relationship has been nice to see as well and how that has evolved. And I love that he has like this, emo- like this immediate, he's like tells the the only ensign, the only other person that knows she's there in the room, like this is classified. Tell no one like, so they're the only ones that know like there's so when, so when Giorgio buys her freedom, so to speak, and comes onto the ship, and and the admiral has basically sold uh, the Federation's soul, if you will, uh, for her help, right? And says, "We found Philippa, like we found her. Everything's cool, and she's gonna take us on this mission." Um, and the only people who know are Michael and Saru. Yeah, it's so chilling. You're like. Yeah. Fuck. Like, yeah, no, what, but at the same time, up. you're on the you're on the the side of the like. You get why the general, like the general. I don't know what we would call her. I guess she's an admiral, right? Yeah. You kind of get why she'd do it, but at the same time, it's like, damn. Okay, so let's let's bring us into the intense. let's bring us into the season finale itself. Um, without talking about the last four seconds of the show, um, sure. which we'll, well get so to. There, there's the. There's what they've been told she's going to do. Yeah. So, so we, we, the audience know the plan. I mean, it's, it's, it was no surprise to me that the plan was to destroy Kronos. Of course it was. Um, yeah, it wasn't to me either. Um, and I thought it was kind of, I, I thought it was interesting that Sarek was like, that he like left and he was party to it. And I, and I'm like, did he leave because he didn't want Michael to find out? Yeah. Um, like what? Or was there some preparation he had to actually make? Because it felt to me like he left so that he wouldn't, um, Michael couldn't get the truth out of him or something. So the so the basically the plot of the episode up until the very end is that they go to Kronos. We get to see what Kronos is like. Um, they infiltrate uh, Kronos, and by they I mean the uh, the Empress Tilly, uh, the Empress Tilly, um, uh, Ash, and uh, Michael go down uh, try to get information as to the best way uh, to get to the little caverns where you can drop uh, a bomb of what they think is going to be drones, but really right. a bomb they, yeah, they in, into the, they're going to, yeah, they're going to yeah. map out military targets, presumably on Kronos. Um, and they're all there to get information in different ways. Uh, Michael is um, M- Michael is with Ash and the two of them together are trying to get it from the local Klingons in a bar. Um, Tilly is uh, it, well. So and- when we start the episode, yeah, like the the season finale, we start with this is what our plan is, and Georgio is your new captain, and she's gonna take you there and execute. And oh, then- can I can I hit one thing before we get to the finale that I really liked? Um, they say NX01 Enterprise and Archer in the one in the episode before where they're talking about no one's been on Kronos. So they end since Captain oh, yeah, yeah. Archer with the NX the, the Enterprise NX01. Yep. Um so I want to to double down in that I think, you know, and we'll talk about the end at the end, but I think that the uh we're going to find out this is yet another alternate timeline. 
I mean, uh, it's from, the only thing that's good. Everything, work the, everything we've point. known, and I think that you know. I mean, that's what Mister Ray's been saying for a if long this, time. If now. this goes you know, alternate, if, alternate, alternate, they've already with the mycelial network. They've, they've or, or 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 is or is this prime timeline version two? In that, um, the only thing that would be the same in all the timelines would be the would be the very first episode of um of Enterprise or maybe Star Trek First Contact. Um because that's the point at which things have gone back in time because the only thing that seems to exist in all of the timelines we know that that uh when we get to the end of Enterprise we see Riker and Troy on the Enterprise D. Um so we know it exists in that timeline. When we get to uh when we get to the J.J. Um, Abrams timeline, they talk about Admiral Archer's dog and there's a yeah. there's a model of the NX-01. And now here we've talked about the NX-01. It's the only constant. And of course, there might be multiple timelines springing out from there because you had a temporal Cold War in which major things continued to get changed that weren't the way they originally were supposed to be. So... So that might be, you know, I'd be, I think it would be really interesting to just, if they started saying there was a Star Trek multiverse and actually they did, well, no, here's the thing. They, Uhura said in the one thing that we have these two alternate timelines, but if we establish, no, I'm saying in this, they did in, in discovery, they did. Um, oh yeah, they did mention multiverses. And frankly, that, yeah. ep- that episode of, of, uh, of next gen where Worf jumps between also is jumping in also between multiverses. Is, yeah, that's also a, 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 an acknowledgement of a multiverse. But I'm saying, but like, if I'm pretty sure but, he even uses that word, like he says yeah. multiverse because he's talking about the mycelial network and trying to get back to theirs. So at the one right time, one would wonder right place, is this is this like, going to allow them the ability. To, to not to yeah just to, throw out cannon because I feel like they, not just, no, not just to throw thrown but, out cannon but not <laughs> just not just to throw out cannon but to go okay there is a multiverse and we've already done one multiverse jump so what if this be what if discovery becomes the ship that can jump multiverses what if you can be in the Kelvin universe for a couple of episodes and what if they jump forward in time and we're in the 25th century in the prime timeline like we've known like what if this becomes I mean, almost not with the way they've left it. Well, I anything can change. You can change things in one episode. It's really easy to do. I um, mean, it is. I mean, considering the way they left, it was yeah. so pat. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, right. like- so, so, what if, what if we are in a situation where not only is it just throwing out all canon, but what if it's just like you know what? If we're gonna have a series and we're saying there are multiverses, all right. That, now we have the freedom to. We like, have the freedom. We can. We can. We, we can jump forward and see Captain Riker on the Titan at some point, and we can go and see. You know, something that looks like the original series at some point. And we can go over and, you know, if we can get one of the movie actors, we can get we can go see what's going on in the Kelvin universe, too. We are we are now the ship that has the ability to explore all of Star Trek as you've known it. And and we, you know, because of what you can do with, you know, digital set completion and stuff like that, you know, now. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, you can. It would be really easy at this point to suddenly they're in Deep Space Nine in the middle of the Dominion War. Like, what if that is now something that you can do they go you know what this is a ship that can jump in time and in universes but once it gets there like with the the thing we just did it's there for you know seven or eight episodes and what you're getting is you have this ship is the we talked about how cool it would be if there was an anthology show where we got one season of discovery and then next season it was a different ship somewhere else well what if it is both what if it is a show where the discovery is the constant but it is jumping 
in between different eras of Star Trek, different times of Star Trek, even different universes of Star Trek, so that we it really does sort of explore all of Trek. That would be so cool. That yeah. would be that would be it's there are a lot anyway. I mean, that's the only thing at this point I feel like I can accept because they've Well yeah, no, that it's the the multiverse thing is of course something that, that we have to accept. What I'm saying is No, is, I'm saying that like that this isn't our that this isn't the same timeline that that all the other series take place in or whatever. I mean, well, well, I think next we'll talk about the end at the end, but I think that whatever it is, I think that if we are going to establish that these are multiverses, I mean, but, but the whole without the end, notwithstanding, which obviously, but like her and Sarek and the fact that Spock never talks. And, about and we'll, like, well, I, I want to talk about that when, enough, when we get to the, the end. There's enough, there, there's enough there, right? Yeah. There's enough, um, the mycelial network, the the spore drive, there are enough things that they have done already, um, that don't like because that that don't work in in terms of like canon prime timeline. And what was interesting though is there I I don't know if they're gonna even attempt. I mean I feel like by because of the end it seems like they're they're not because that's the only way they can do it at this point I think. But like the way they dealt with the mirror universe scenario. You know, where the Admiral was just like, this is classified and it is, and we are destroying all records. Well, and we and talked at one point about what. So if- that idea then it's like, okay, well then I get that. Like, and that was perfectly acceptable to me as a, as a reason that when they come upon the mirror universe in. You, uh, know, you said come upon. the original <laughs> In the original series, they're, as far as they know, and as far as even Starfleet knows, that's the first time anybody's been there and again the first instance. again the the ship is 31 we've talked about section 31 what and we said what if this ship is the beginning of section 31 what if it well what if what you're seeing is that this ship has you know because a lot of times shows in their second season will get down to their their you know like look at angel right angel doesn't get the doesn't get the um the prophecy that's going to guide the rest of the show till the end of the first season. Um, DS9 doesn't really get uh the arrival of the Dominion till the end of the second season. It's right about that usually when shows kind of get their marching orders as to what kind of show they're going to be um if they're successful. So what if they're like okay we've done this we figured this out now that we figured out that this show is going to deal with with is going to be yet another alternate timeline if it's just an excuse for them to have their own continuity again just like the the kelvin universe then i would i would like to i can't submit i would like to suggest um that the fun thing you could do on this show the fun thing you could do on this show is say okay we want the show to run five years and if the show is going to run five years every season's going to be uh two different stories and in two different eras and two different universes. So we're going to look at 10 different opportunities and we've already done two of them. So eight more opportunities to explore eras within the now three known Star Trek universes. Yeah. Um, and, and for, I mean, they've if you given can't a lot. I mean, honestly, they've given me a lot of the things I want. Like they have to be listed. Yeah. You know, the I only mean, thing so, you guys haven't done is, is put us on the show. Yeah. It's um, our turn. Sorry, so, um, you got the wrong Quince Orchard graduate. Anyway, um, so can you please do that? But because uh, like the diversity, the because I mean, the the thing that I walk away like overarching for for all three episodes, not just the last episode, withstanding like there is this is 
definitely the Star Trek from a, a woman perspective. I think that I've been waiting for in a lot of ways. Like yeah, the the female characters, except for like the the few missteps we've talked about, um, are really great and interesting. And, and that's what I like. Like Giorgio is a great example. You know, we get these two very different women. They're both very compelling. And and they and they and they both are fully realized people, you know what I mean? Um, enough so that we immediately know she's not. It, it, even if, like the like the the women on the bridge, when she snaps at them, you see this look in their eyes, like that's odd, and they just came yeah. back from the mirror universe. Like, and I I don't know about you, but I got the feeling that they were like, wait a minute. That's not, yeah. I can't, maybe that's not our Giorgio. Like, like at least the, the inkling at that point for them, because the only ones who knew were, you know, who knew, knew were Michael and Saru until, you know, they sort of let the cat out of the bag. But like, that's not, she's so different with that, with the fact that she's wearing the same face, you know, just kind of doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, yeah, no, um, she's and, and the, and the interplay between her and Michael and Michael and Tilly, um, it's just so good. Like Tilly, like one of the things that I feel like we have to talk about is like when they go on the mission, like they, they, she wants Tilly and Tilly is so adorable in that scene when she's well, like talking about, of course, this hair is off. She's like, I know. Well, I think it's oh, really God. telling though. It's really telling. <laughs> it's really telling. She goes, she goes, she goes, this hair is terrible. She goes, I know. And the next time you see Tilly, the hair is straightened. I think yeah. it's very interesting. I says, think it says a lot about Tilly to go to go, you know, and they don't draw any attention to it. Nobody talks about it. But what happened is Tilly went back to her quarters and of course she's self-conscious. And of course she goes, well, then I'm going to, I mean, that's, that's like, I want, I once lost 60 pounds because two people in the same week called me fat. I, I tucked in, <laughs> my, I tucked my shirts into my jeans all the time. Even my t-shirts from the age of like 12 to the age of like 21 because at the age of 12, a girl I really liked said, said, I don't like when guys have their shirts hanging out. I think it looks messy. And then, <laughs> and then when I was 20, a 12 year old said, why do you always take your shirts, your, your shirts in your jeans? It looks stupid. And then I stopped. <laughs> um, stopped. Um, it's so, so funny. Like you and I both are, are clearly Tilly. Like I, like at, at, even so much, like for me, even as much, even so far as to be like, I wish I was Michael, but I know I'm not. Yeah. Like, well, I, I just think, but I, I know that I'm Tilly. I just think it's an interesting character beat that after that moment, we, Tilly comes back. And I mean, I hope great. she doesn't stay that way. Like, I, I hope that was just a part of the whole, how badass they all got to look like, and I even acknowledge that. Like there's moments where you just have to acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, so this is so that they could just all look really cool in this, like, this I think black, uh, but she could she, like she could have she could have had her hair pulled back she could have had her hair put up I think it's I, I'm just saying that, I think that I just feel like it's a it's a real it, it, at least I thought it was a really interesting character be about her like the kind of person she was like if it was the Tilly show you would you would follow you her back to the room where she looked at her hair yeah, and she would it'll like, be interesting to see what happens after that because I don't know again that. you said you said fully realized people that's yeah. a fully realized person that's, that's a person I mean. yeah, all of who's the, confidence like, who doesn't have the confidence to stand up for herself as we know mm -hmm. um and 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 but yeah course, that, that same that same that same person what's so great um is and this is what I'm talking about like like the 
you know, we talk about things like the Bechdel test and things like that. Like when they get down to the planet and Michael finds herself on a mission with two, with the two people ostensibly, um, you know, outside of her parents, right. That she loved that aren't the people that she loved. Like that are just kind of wearing their faces. Yeah. And can you imagine how incredibly fucking difficult that would be? On like a planet of Cleons. Yeah, on, on the on worst a planet, possible place. Yeah, the worst possible place for you personally. Yeah. And yeah, no, well, I mean, Tilly is like, that's... I know this has got to be hard for you, and I've got your back. Well, and, yeah, and, it's and that's so that's awesome. What, that's, that's called good stories construction. You know, that's, oh. that's, that's, you know, you take your characters, you put them in the worst possible place, God, and then they you see them struggle. Her. I mean, they yeah. punish the shit. They, they out don't of just punish her, though. Show. You you watch her struggle and work through it. Yep. Um, I want to talk. Just saying, talk like, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask of a person. <laughs> like, let's talk real person. quickly about uh, about Kronos. Um, I I what I liked about Kronos is that it did remind me of a more expensive version of what it looked like when Picard went out into Kronos in in um, Redemption. Like it it reminded me of what that what we know Kronos to look like from, you know, the Kronos in, in the, in the Kelvin universe looks like it's like all, I mean, it looks like the stacks from ready player one. Yeah. It's um, like, like blue and desolate and dark. And, and, and this, this kind of jibes with what I know this, like, like I can kind of recognize this. Uh, the fact that the, I, the fact I, that, I think that's a bit of a stretch, dude. Um, Really? You're, all right. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look it looks, like. It looks like I don't know, like de- like Demolition Man in the underground, or. No, um, I'm. De- you see, I'm down with it because that's what I kind of. I didn't say Kronos it wasn't like. okay. I wasn't. I didn't hate that. I didn't. Here's love the it, thing: is is but... I always had to accept that every Kronos we ever saw was a shitty set, like until uh, until we finally got to um, <laughs> like 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 when you get to next gen. Let's be clear: the only Kronos you ever see is a matte painting of the High Council, and then inside the High Council chambers, and then at one point, Captain Picard's walking through an alley with a couple of lean tos. Clearly, the corner of of a studio set, like clearly, like like <laughs> like we have room for two doors. Like here, this is Kronos. This is all that Kronos is. Yeah. Um, and small rooms. Um, uh, so I kind of dug the expansiveness of it, and I kind of dug the way that the um, I love that overhead shot of them as they went into the alley. That was pretty cool. Um, uh, like it just I dug that I dug that the I, presence of, the presence I, of the Orions also I, made sense I, to me no no that was and it was that, that's just clear and I was talking to Mr. A about this and I was like what's so funny to me about that is the fact that like this this the Orion slave girl that you know is is such a iconic thing right it's such a thing it's the the green girl from Star Trek yeah and she's until they fleshed the Orions out in like next gen. And that's like, well in the next gen they, too. They barely did the Orions in next gen. They did them a lot in enterprise. Oh, in Inter- whatever, yeah. whichever one it was, which is my point. But like what we had, the, this iconic green woman is like probably less than three minutes of film in the entirety of the universe. Oh, like, but I feel, but like but it's we've... it's so funny to me that it's this iconic thing, and that we have that that we have done this because obviously everybody recognizes the green the green babes 
you know? So, like, we've got to do the Orion slave girl. we got to do it. Yeah, but um, we got the Orion slave guy this time, too. I, I appreciated that. I was like, you missed your point. I was like, that's kind of cool. I like that they did that. I was like, but that does kind of screw up the whole thing. Because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I, I believe when they finally did flesh out something about the Orion slave girl, and I use the, the quotes on that, is because she's... The one running everything and the whole slave girl thing is, is in one of them. Bullshit. The Orion the Orion Syndicate is is like it's it's a big part of DS nine. There's a whole like like part like Miles infiltrates the kind of the Donnie Brasco of Deep Space Nine is, is Miles uh infiltrating right. the Orion Syndicate. I mean it's it's it is and, and it's not just these these guys too. It's it's the you know they they're still drugs. Good old Clint Howard shows up. Our friend. That's Clint what Howard. I was saying. That was the that was the bit of. Of continuity I'm talking about. I was so happy to see him. I cheered. It was so yeah. great. And if you don't, if you weren't like a big Trek fan or if you've only seen some or you've seen none, like it's not gonna, there's no negative impact for you whatsoever. He's this cool little character, right? But if yeah. you're, if you're one of us, you're like, oh my God. They're keeping it going. That's so great. Yeah. Like, and it's um, like, oh look, there it's Clint. It's Clint Howard. Yeah, like, I'm um, so excited. Friend, friend, adorable. friend of the show, Clint. Let's just call him friend of the show, Clint Howard. <laughs> right. I, dude, I want to talk to him again now. I want to be like, what was it like? Like, how is the set different? How is the production different? Like, how? Be like, interesting. Well, I, yeah, it would be so cool. Have Mr. A. But I'm sure Mr. I'm, a still has his I mean, email. Have I'm him, gonna. Him. I'm gonna. I, I mean, he has to be able to get into his email for that. But uh, well, that's another conversation. Um, yeah. But that that would be so cool to see. You know what it was like this time around. Um, yeah. Because it was just. I I was so excited to see him. I was so no. But jazzed. here's the thing. I can totally see where where do you get you know the CD the CD strip club with with the prostitutes and the drugs and the illegal stuff where do you see that happening you see that happening you'll be i mean you see all these articles about like like the when warlords you know rise up when when you can't get a unified government but what you do have is weapons you have the rise of warlords and the rise of of third parties that come in and take it over i mean that's it's probably i would imagine if we were to follow what happens at the end of the episode um i would imagine that one of the things that she does uh, ruling the empire is that she um, one of the things that she does ruling the empire is that she the first thing that she's going to do is clean out the Orions because the Orions are there to fill a gap. The Orions are there to take over because there is no leadership to stop them. It's where vice vice creeps in when there's no leadership to to stop it. So I can absolutely see the Orions would look at at Kronos as a real opportunity and there would be no, no one there to organize a real resistance to them. Um, I'm just, I'm saying based on like, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't mad at it. I'm just saying it was a little, at this point you and I should be really fucking glad they didn't change the Orions to like have scales on their skin now. No, I was very happy that they did not do that. I was super happy that they they could have, they could have fucked it up really bad and they, and they didn't. And I appreciate that. I'm telling you, they listened to our show, dude. Okay. I know. I'm convinced. You know how I know? You know how I know with certainty? When she said trek off bitches? No. But that would have been awesome. Think about it. When they're walking in the alley, what do they see a Klingon doing? I don't know. What do they see her doing? They see a Klingon peeing. With two alley. dicks. With two dicks. You're uh, welcome, everybody. Yep. It's our idea. Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, 
No other podcast was talking about two ditch Klingons. That's nope. totally us. It's just us. Maybe they are listeners. So, Hi I'm guys. Sad. They are, dude. Hey guys, thank you for the two dicks. Um, thank <laughs> you um for the diversity. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Like in, in terms of uh, obviously, thank you for Tilly freaks. not only getting high but knowing what killing getting high feels getting like. High was yeah, and I loved it. Like you <laughs> so high right now. To freaks and to freaks and geeks, and you sided with me, which was the right choice. Uh, against Justin. Uh, and and you had like tattoos. Um, they were tattooing that trill chick, and that was awesome. I love um, that they're random trill. They it's just she just right? you know she's trill, and you're like oh there's a trill. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like. I'm, so I'm down. just saying, like, people can have their own look, and it's totally cool that, that like, all the things I said I wanted in, in Freaks and Geeks, like, and the, not Freaks, Freaks and, Geeks, and Funny Freaks Duddies. Freaks and Funny Duddies, you guys, you guys did for me, and I appreciate that. I, yeah. Clearly, you're listening, and the two dick thing. So, thank you. Um, keep listening, and, but seriously, put have us, us on, on the, show. the show. Yeah. We're both uh, trained actors. We both have been we really a, lot, are. a lot of films. Um, we'll totally audition. Like, we have IMDb <laughs> credits, or. Yeah, yeah like, we're good, okay? All right, really. so, so. <laughs> So we get to the crux of the episode, which is that they're going to blow up Kronos. And finally, for anybody's complaining that this doesn't seem like our Star Trek, you get oh, our Star Trek. That, we do, man. You get. Man, and it, I, boy, did I cry. <laughs> like, yeah. like, cause what boy, happens did is I weep. What happens in Star Trek that doesn't happen in real life? I'll tell you what happens. A military decision is made and then everybody goes against it for moral decisions by standing up on the bridge. And that convinces the other people that, okay, we're going to change our minds. What did ever happen in real life? No, but does it happen on Star Trek? Absolutely. Frequently. Frequently. Because the whole point is it's that, that you've got, if you don't have your morals, what if you don't have your ideals, what do you have? Yeah. Like that's the whole thing about Star Trek, man, is that you have to, you have to, and they and I and love how do you it. show your ideals? You stand up on the bridge. That's, that's right. That's what you do. That's the only thing. That's to how. Do. That's how you got to do it. How else you gonna yeah. do it? Shit, dude. If you just sit there, you don't mean it. <laughs> By the way, can I can I call out and the cursing? Yeah, they did the cursing too for yeah. me. Thank yeah, they guys. did it all. They did. They did. She they, did. She was like, you... shit. When she realized that was a bomb, she was like, shit. Yeah. No. Everything. Michael, like. Michael. Like they. Everything that they do. Uh, it's just they're they're just they're just hitting it. Can I say this? Um, seriously, I I have a prediction. They keep cutting to that android chick on the bridge. I love her. They I keep cutting to her. her. They keep cutting to her. I guarantee she's going to be a character that grows. I feel like I they, want her to be. I want I want her to be. I want the I want the chick who who like looks cooler now because she's got like that yeah the eye thing and the other like the shaved sideburns chick. This is yeah. what I'm saying. Like they totally they listen to us, man, because those those characters are for me. Yeah, um, they they're cool looking and they're different and they're other. Um, and it's not and none of them are treated that way. Like that's that's the thing, man. It's about it's about inclusivity, not not exclusivity. That's the whole. It's the fucking. It's the Starfleet way, man, and they really show it in this show. So like they cross the board, and so, I love it. So they make a deal with uh, the Empress, which is again great. I love that she survives. I love that she goes off to be a bad guy the other day. Uh, another day, they don't have to kill her at the end of the season. Yep. Yo. and I love how she how she stops her too. Yeah, I love that moment. I love that it's so personal, and you're clear. And she tries to play it off as though it's it's not worth the, the aggravation. But you know that's not really it. Well, that's she the, can't watch her die again. It's, just it's, like Michael couldn't watch her die again. Yeah, but you know what, what she's is. gonna she's gonna go off and commit atrocities, right? Of and, course and the, she is. And that's and she's that's, not gonna be able to 
help herself. That's the thing, man. Like it's hard to really be mad at her. So for are we? Because so she so are we going to, to redeem a- her? Is she going to be you know like Spike on Buffy? Or oh, I would love that. Or that would so I would cool. love that. Or are we going to try and redeem her? And ultimately, you can't like Ducat. I'm I'm okay with either one of those. She's got such a a, a yeah. She could go either way for sure. A, and and either one is an interesting oh, story to me. Would she fucking would she <laughs> when she takes the Orion slaves? Oh back yes. to the bedroom yeah. and Tilly's like, oh no no thank you. I just like it was so oh my god it was so funny. Yeah. She was like, no she's not. Like and then a, then then they 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 stand up they stand up for their morals they come up with not a very prime directive way to solve the problem but you know better than blowing up the planet it um, is and here's the thing what other like I didn't think there was a way out right and Michael found it yeah Michael's like hey let's let's here's put her in deal. charge of everything and, that's, and I love yeah, the scene where the, she's the, talking to everyone and they laugh at her and she's like oh yeah by the way fuck you I can blow up your planet yes this is what yeah. I'm saying like it's so like this is this is the one that if you're a woman and you've like me um been waiting because Voyager didn't do it man this show does it like you get you get the the admiral chick who's awesome you get um the that I love that Klingon chick so much um, you get Michael, you get Tilly, you get all the chicks on the bridge. I mean, just, you get Philip. they're just, they're so good. All these characters are so good. And I love that she's the one, like, and that he, and she's, and you notice through the whole course of the thing, she keeps, she keeps being like, it's not for me. No, it's, I, she's always wanting to kind of be in the shadows. He's like, it's time for you to leave. Like you were right. And it's time for you to do it. And she fucking does it, man. And it's because she gets it. And I love that Ash, oh, when, when Ash and Michael say goodbye to each other. I'm kind of bummed at that. I'll be honest. I, uh, I would have loved to see, that would have been a cool, so in the 1980s, I was a big fan of the character Rogue on, um, in the X-Men. Um, I love Rogue, yeah. And, and Rogue, in the Rogue. Eight, Rogue in the 80s specifically was dealing with the fact, all the powers you saw that she had in the cartoon were not her powers. Um, she was actually had the powers of Miss Marvel, who's now Captain Marvel that they're making a movie of. But essentially in the comics, Rogue killed Miss Marvel by absorbing her powers and her personality. And then Rogue turned really evil and then turned good and had to not only deal with the the atrocity she committed, but actually had to deal with having a relationship in her mind with the memories of Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel would appear to her, talk to her sometimes. Really? Um, so I, I, my, I never, I didn't read the comics, but I saw the cartoon. The cartoon was really faithful. The of cartoon things. didn't deal with that that much. It didn't, in the- yeah, it didn't deal with that aspect. It did deal with the, with her having to realize her past. Yeah, no, in, in the, in the comics, she would be having, she'd occasionally find herself having conversations with Carol Danvers in her head. Um, and it was such an interesting, That's cool. And that would have been a cool thing I'm to sure have. I'm sure they had time, you know, in the to, cartoons to do that. Yeah, but. but but you could have had him as that because he played Voke. You know, like you could have had him as. And by the way, how I, I'll give it to you again. Uh, the uh, and maybe that was why they did the Klingon makeup was so that he would not be. You would not be able to tell that he was Voke. Yeah. Maybe it's going a little far, but you know they could have given him hair anyway. Um. They, he, they, I mean, he does so well. He shines in this episode too. Like yeah. you see that, um, the the oh, the story she tells about her parents and the laughing, and she just couldn't take it. Oh man, 
Well, and, and you could have. She fucking. Uh, she's so great. And she, you could have had what you you could have had what maybe Balana could have been, but this time you have a guy. No, he is decidedly human. He is yeah. human. It's all he is. But in his head, he sees. He's got all this Klingon he stuff. Sees, and he sees, and, and it's not him. He recognizes that it's a separate, alternate personality. Yep. And you could have occasionally him having a relationship with that personality would be. It would be a fascinating. I'm sad to see him go. Well, yeah, it's also it was, really it was very. In, I hope he's not gone for good. But it was very interesting. Like when he was talking to her, and she had all that compassion, right? And he was like. I could tell you no Klingon has ever had that for you. Right? Like, and he says it definitively. Right? And she's like, except you. Yeah. And you're like, that's right, man. That's true. Jeez. Um, so it's, it's, it's like the, like the, just seriously, like I, I told, I, I told you how angry I was about the whole thing and the procedure and all that stuff. And I'm like, at this point, so much that is awesome has come of it. I don't care. Yeah, well, and, and I feel like there was, but I feel like you're now through, you've done, you've done the legwork to get there. Now you have the ability to, you know, that's something we've not seen on Star Trek. Well, Someone and yeah, with and two he's, distinct and he's personalities. Like, I, I, I like that he, that he's like, because what is Giorgio is like, you're not, you know, what is it? It's not one of us and it's not one of them. It's no good to anyone. Yeah, I just, and in it's, a way, it, but, he's good. He's good for everyone for that reason. Right. Because he can be that bridge of understanding. He's good for everyone except himself. And yep. that would have been a fun journey to watch. It would be a lot like Dax, but like, like one, you you are your own enemy. Like you're like, like Voke would hate Ash Tyler. What is it like to have someone in your head who feels that you've dishonored everything that they worked for? What is it like to have that? If he has to go around, not just feeling it kind of in memories, but what if Voke was a presence in his life that he had to deal with? That nobody I mean, else could see. How do we know that he's not, man? Yeah, but like, we won't. But that's what I'm saying. We won't know whether or not he is unless he's on the show. And I, that's why I was sad I know, to see him I, walk away. But I don't just be, just because he went off with you know. I know that doesn't mean we're not going to see what happens anymore with him or with her. Frankly, yeah, like, I, I want to see because because to some extent I'm like, how but is he's going to be a guest out? star. But he's going to be a guest star. He's not going to sure. be a so I, probably because the thing is, by the time you know when we really start to get to know Cleons is in next gen. I think we can agree that that's when we sure, you know, yeah. Um, and it it's very patriarchal as a society. Yes and so, no. I mean, in by Star, except in Star Trek Six, they retcon that the leader of the Klingon Empire is a woman. So uh, it's it's hard to it's, define. And who even knows it, what time it is? But I'm just saying, like that. But I believe I could believe it is what I'm saying. Like if if the person who unites the houses is this woman, right? Um, I could see a couple hundred years later or whatever, like trying to eradicate that and trying to reassert the patriarchy or what have you, you know what I mean? Um, and not really acknowledging and talking about that. We're only talking about Kalish because how great he was. Right. Um, cause she wasn't a, um, a religious figure as well. Yeah. Right. Um, I could, I could see that, but it's, it's cool. I'm just saying, I loved that they had that, that she's the one that took the power and that she, did it with strength. And I think it's, she's got a certain nobility about her. I like, I really dig her. Yeah. Like no, the moments with her and the Admiral. And I think she can get it. And I think that, you know, Michael gets it and had there's the show of strength. Like this is the day we beat you. No, like I, I could just you. blow you up right now. Or <laughs> like, yeah. so or I you can take over and unify your people and like, go just like, 
be, be out there and stuff where we can eradicate your race. I'd rather you go do the other thing. <laughs> like, so Ash, Ash leaves. He's going to go be ambassador of the Empire. There's a wonderful uh, ceremony where Michael makes an inspiring speech. And then they go back oh, out to so find beautiful. to find their new captain. who We don't know who their new captain is going to be, but they're going to go pick them up. And then on the way, they get a distress call. And you see it's coming from Constitution class. NCC 17. I see the 17. I'm like, oh, no I'm way. Like, oh, no, no way. No. Like, that, so I had conflicting emotions, dude. I was so. Wait, let's get, to, let's get to the very end. Then they go, the Enterprise comes up, and in the closing credits, we hear the original theme song to Star Trek. And I can't help myself. I was crying like yeah, a of baby. Course. Of course. I'm so excited. So. And when I saw the ship, I was so happy. And I, even though I was like, you can't do this, but. It's the end of the it even, it like, has the little rotating things on the nacelles. It's, I know. It's just, it's like a little bit more aggressive looking. It's a little yeah, bit. But not so know? different as like the no. Kelvin Enterprise, for instance. No, it's not. Um, it's not. So Alex Kurt- Kurtzman, who is executive producer and co-creator of Star Trek Discovery, said this. The show is called Discovery. It's not Enterprise. So yes, the Enterprise will play a part of season two, but it will absolutely not overshadow Discovery. And I think with Enterprise's arrival in the finale, we recognize that the audience has a lot of questions about our synchronicity with the original series, which really means or which really means or our synchronicity with canon. So the promise of the Enterprise holds the answer to a lot of those questions, including Spock's relationship with his half sister, who he's never mentioned, which does not necessarily mean you're going to see Spock, just that we owe an answer to that question. See, they're listening. They're to listening us. to us. They're listening to us. So what do they do? do you, Thank you. Do they get Zachary Quinto to be, be Spock? It's not like no. he's doing it. Why? I, uh, Why not? You don't have Spock. You just don't do it. That's what I think. So who, That's why I said I was so conflicted, dude. Like, so I'm watching it. And I've and they've already got me in the fields. Right, right down to my cuckolds, man. Like, all the way. All the way in my bowels, they've got me. Because it's like fucking Starfleet and she's giving this beautiful speech about being Starfleety and it was so great and I'm like oh and all the women who are powerful and wonderful and great and doing their thing and like the Klingon chick is is you know is uniting the entire like Klingon like home world and that's that ends the war like I'm just like oh my god it's so beautiful like and they even give a, a medal to oh to Hugh and you're like, oh, Hugh. Like, it's just all of it, right? And then, and then, and then I have a moment where I'm like, oh, what are you doing with Sarek? Like, this guy who could not, for his son's, for his whole life, he could never tell his son how much he loved him and how proud he was of him. But he has no problem on the verge of tears telling Michael how proud he is of her. Like, that, that, that one thing was like, ah, oh, why are you doing it, you guys? Don't. Okay, but you know but here, then, I, here. Let me get, let me let me retcon a a, a reason for it. Um, okay, his, all right. All right. Here's the thing: his bond with her is going to be very different than his bond with Spock. And we can go back to the episode Sarek from Star Trek: The Next Generation. The bond he had with Picard also a more human, a more emotional bond. Yeah, but at that point so, in so his it's life, a, he was it's, like, but hold on, hold on. Listen, right? listen to me. Suffice to say, his initial connection with and bonding to Michael involved a mind meld with a highly emotional human child who bonds onto him 
both like both psychically and also like the way a like a like a baby duck will follow sure, around like a imprint, duck. Yeah. right yeah so so but you would imagine with a mind meld that that imprinting would be um would be mutual so there is it would sort of stand a reason that that this relationship um would be different and i would and i would take it a step further spock's his relationship with spock also speaks to a kind of dysfunctional relationship between fathers and sons which is different than the relationship between fathers and daughters and also speaks to how he treats you know his vulcan son with which he has one kind of relationship then let's say his not one but two human wives who seem not they are not emotionally stilted they are emotionally grounded and they seem to be emotionally gratified by their relationship with him so one would imagine that in their private moments um it's not like sarah's like hugging and kissing her on the bridge put his arm around her you know but it's like in their yeah. one would one would imagine his private moments with his human wives he is more emotionally available um if only to seem more emotionally available um, and I think that's safe to say that that Spock is also more emotionally available, let's say, to Kirk in his private moments with Kirk than he is out on the bridge. Sure. So I think it would say it would be safe to say that he just has a dysfunctional relationship with Spock. So that right, that you know part what? doesn't bother you me. You know so what? Much. That's okay. That you know what? I'm gonna let you sell me on that because oh. I because I love this show because I love it a lot. <laughs> Sorry, it happened once. <laughs> you get a win <laughs> because I really want to love this. I like at like all of the things that like you said they they listened and they did and um so many of them that I want I, I want to love it. Um, I want to like I they they got me in the feels and then and then the N C C what and I'm like and part of me is like oh it's gonna be and then the other one, no no that's bad no it shouldn't why be why is it like, bad why shouldn't it because be? it shouldn't be in this it shouldn't be it shouldn't be so because Pike Spock absolutely... has to be on that ship and he can't be in the show because it doesn't make any sense and I'm just like ah oh, well, stop so, toying so... with my emotions well here's the thing one Spock doesn't have to be on he does. that ship he like, absolutely he was, does he's not necessarily he's not necessarily the first officers of that ship all No, he's not the first officer of that ship. When we first oh, number sw- one is. Number one exactly. is. Exactly. He's, he's not necessarily he's not necessarily has to be on that ship, dude. What if there's he has a di- to be. What if there listen, what if there's a different science officer and that science officer gets killed? Dude, there's no way. So you're saying he makes it rank wise. Through, because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the menagerie, Pike looks pretty old. Sure. Well, we let's go. Let let's look at. So this is supposed to be what, like ten years before the original series, roughly yeah. thereabouts. Sure. And on the original series, they've been out in space for a while. Like it's, it's, it's the, the the implication isn't that they've just left space dock, right? Pike should be the, Pike should be and three he is years the first. And he is the first officer. So he, in 10 years, you're saying well, he goes on, no, from not, not even being he, on that not, ship. Sure. Even though he was with Pike because we know he was. I'm saying, what if this is before the cage? How? 
How? What do you mean? Why would even you if it's before the cage? Like I'm just like the time doesn't the the timing doesn't work. It absolutely like, the, works. The so math I know, doesn't if, work. If this is if all right. You don't know how long he's been on that ship before the cage. For all you know, he just got on that ship. For all no. you know, he's a brand new transfer. No way he just got on the ship on Why? that episode. This is not this is not a Klingon ship where the only way to advance is to move up the ranks on the ship. It's absolutely Agreed, not the case. But he's when, clearly a part of like no. That there there's no acknowledgement of that. There's no indication of there's that. There's no frankly, there's no discussion of that. And frankly, out before the the, the Kelvin timeline, the there was no discussion of Spock's place on that ship at all, except in the episode The Menagerie, which was also the cage. Like it's like there's no you could have a completely different science officer who gets killed and at the end at the end, they, you know, Sarek makes a recommendation for who could replace him. There's a lot of ways to do it. There's a lot of ways to I, do I it. I don't think the math really susses out, but I might, I might be okay with it because. Because, you I know, they like, it. like they, they, they replaced <laughs> Dr. Crusher with Dr. Pulaski from, you know, from Starfleet Medical. And it's not like, it's not like Dr. Crusher That's quit. True. I mean, you know what? He could be on a sabbatical. Like, hey, he could be, he could be on a special assignment somewhere else. Or like, my or, point is or, it doesn't make or, sense. No, I, but I I'm, not, I'm not saying that he could be somewhere else. I'm saying that, that Dr. Pulaski was, that they didn't promote Dr. Salar from first season. Like, no, no, I understand that. I'm, I I get the whole, I understand you saying that he could have been from another ship. I, and, and, yeah. and probably he was. I'm saying that in terms of the timeline and 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 the amount of years we have to work with, it doesn't make sense for him to be in the cage and where that has to land, um, like in in actual real time for him to not be on the ship. What if it landed? Unless the, if the he cage was on the ship and just for this short period of time when there's when that ship is in contact, because then it could be anywhere. I guess term. I guess what I'm saying you know what if, I, mean? I, I guess what I'm saying if this is 10 years before the uh, before um enterprise the original series the original series thank you and and let's say the cage takes place 5 years before the original series but it doesn't it's got it's it can't be only 5 years it can't be I think it is it can't be All right you Look know what at Pike in the thing it can't be 5 years that's ridiculous How many years before <laughs> Um, the star. So we're just gonna believe whatever the internet tells us on this. I wish I, if we were doing the podcast, I'd run upstairs and get my Star Trek chronology book, which I have. Uh, that I, would be a source I would, I would, I think I, would, um, I would put faith in. But I'm not just gonna put a faith in anything. Okay, no, you're internet. right. You're right. This says. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? You can submit just this once to submit that I'm right. Um, hold on. Let me find. In fact, carte blanche. Anytime you're going to say I'm right, I, 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 I bequeath you for the freedom. According to the Menagerie, the events of the cage take place 13 years before the first season of Star Trek. Thank you. So, all right. So, yeah, that's, you know, facts are facts. No fake news here. Um, nope. <laughs> facts uh, are the facts, my friend. So, well, then. But like I said, like he could he could be on a special assignment for whatever the duration of the show's time is in, in, in its being. Now, it could be that they never go that on. I, I could be OK. It could be they never go on each other's ships that they just communicate via via view screen. And it could be that that she asks if Spock is there and there could be a, a moment of tension where Pike goes. Commander Spock has, has has let it be known that he sends you his greetings, but he has no no desire to speak to you. 
you know, like what I here's the one thing that makes me happy. I just feel like even if it's if it's that contentious a relationship that he doesn't want to talk to her, like then I feel like you you still how does it make sense that they that that Spock never talks about it? I mean, it's Spock. With Kirk. Spock plays things pretty close. I mean, think about this. Spock, no, again, they're too close. Yo, Spock no, didn't even mention. Spock no. didn't even mention that Ponfar existed. That the Ponfar was a. That's thing. the difference between dude. That is the difference between saying I like talking about in detail. Like what occurs to you is like graphic detail about the first time you ever played with yourself. Okay. No, 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 no. Or, no, here, no, no, no. Hear, hear me out. That's like saying that. That's like saying like the Vulcans have kept it a secret from the Federation, from the Federation, from from Doctor McCoy, who has no idea. The doc they, they've they've kept it a secret from the Federation that they have a period. That's like that they go through a kind of puberty. Like it's a they've been part of the Federation for a hundred years, and the entire Federation, all of Starfleet Medical, doesn't know. Of a major biological issue that comes up in the life of Vulcans, they like they that's and Spock, frankly, as I've said before, kind of has a history of not mentioning his siblings. Like she would not be the first sibling that he didn't mention that he had. Um, you know, I I would imagine that Spock is not you know the Vulcan scene again. She is too big. At the way that they, particularly yeah, no, now, no. I agree. She's I agree. too big in the Federation for that to be reasonable. Yeah, because now she also helped broker the. Yeah, you know, she yeah. she started and ended. Yeah, pretty Klingon fucking War. famous. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. I she's got right, that so old commendation. Here, look, the here's the whole thing. discovery does like even just... even if I'm not happy with the answer. I'm glad to know that there will be. Even if we go, that answer's kind of bullshit. I'm okay <laughs> with there being a kind of bullshit answer. I'm more okay with that than going, ah, just deal with it. Like, at least I know that the the executive producer is like, look, we have to give you an answer. Yeah, so, that, so that they're going to give us one. And I'm, that, even, that is, is... Even if I'll, I'm not entirely happy, even if it's something I say that you don't like or something that you've said I don't yeah, like. Yeah, maybe I, I won't that, like the answer. You're right. But I, but I appreciate that you, that you, that you get, there is an answer necessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything, anything will be, one. anything will be better than nothing. Than nothing. Case. Like, even if, no, it has to be more than this. Because I was talking to Mr. A about how Pat, the, the whole spore drive just going away was, right? Um, and especially since every time that ship did it, it was, that was like the coolest fucking thing ever. I don't care who you are. <laughs> like when it would like fucking flip it on itself. And then like, like that's fucking cool as shit. Okay. If you don't have a nerdism over that, I don't even yeah, know no, why cool. are you listening to the show? Um, but <laughs> like it just, they basically have literally one line, like not figuratively, literally he says, Oh, they've decided not to use it because it, it until it doesn't uh, need a, a human interface. Hmm. And I mean, that's it's, it. It's, that's yeah. the end of Spore Drive. Like, really? I, you think we'll never uh, see Spore Drive again? Come on, we'll see it again. Uh, it's incomplicated. I, think I was like, that, that's just a really bad answer, man. Like, well, that one sentence makes it all okay. Like, no, it doesn't. And Miss Trey was like, well, I'm like, like, what more did you want? I was like, an acknowledgement. I was like, here's the thing. I totally, I could totally believe them not using a spore drive. Like, that is legitimate, I feel. 
where they're like, listen, this guy has already almost died once for us to have the ability to use this drive. You know, it's it, even if he's willing, is it is it humane and worth it? Like, I mean, that's a legitimate enough. thing. But like if they actually talked about that and came to the decision that it's not unless in an emergency or what have you. Right. But it's more than a sentence. It's more than a. They decided until they don't have a human, until they don't need a human interface, that they're not going to do it. Like, yeah, yeah that's but just it's, it, it's it convenient because they had so much else they had to do. I get it. I was like, all right, it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm going to let you get away with that, but <laughs> but it's a longer conversation than one sentence. Be clear. Well, speaking of long conversations, that uh, that's going to bring us to the end of this uh, big giant episode of three episodes in a row. Um, what I'm looking forward to is that we finally um, are going to have some space to go back to talking about some of the old Trek. Um, uh, I was looking at how this, I mean, I think we'll still talk about this because I feel like there's, there's things to talk about here and which, and how it fits into the world and the universes and sure. Yeah. So, but I like, I guess what I like now is it's the thing I was looking forward to most with the discovery is now we can talk about it as one of the shows we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is Is that like, like it opened up, the world that opened up our understanding gave us different points of comparison. So let's say next episode, we, t- I don't know what we're going to talk about next, but let's say we talked about, know, but it's done a lot of cool. Let, shit, let's say we talked say. about star Trek six next time. How can we talk about star Trek six without talking about what happened today with the Klingons? Let's say we talked yeah. about the mirror universe. Well, now we've got to talk about this. Let's say we talked about women, women on star Trek. Well, now we got to talk, gotta about, talk this. about this. Let's say, let's say we talked about technology on star Trek. Well, now we've got to talk about this. Now let's say even now we say, let's talk about Kirk. Well, now we've got to talk about this um mm-hmm. this is now like, i gotta I, say i wonder if like i don't know how many of these were done when the you know some people who you know kind of like when people who had done star trek came out they're like don't worry it's totally star trek because we were all worried that it wasn't um did they get this far like did they get to see this um yeah all the way through and that's why they were able to say trust me guys it's gonna be okay yeah <laughs> like because I, I gotta say i'm a i am a very different i'm in a very different place today than i was sitting in my, you know sitting in anticipation for the first episode well i'm i'm just and looking that's at... in 15 episodes man that's pretty uh, like a complete turnaround in 15 episodes yeah well i'm that's just i'm just glad that the, the universe has gotten bigger it's it's frankly what i disliked most about voyager beyond everything else um and i've said this before the pro- biggest problem i had with it was that it was away from my star trek universe like it didn't it didn't yeah. expand my knowledge. Like the, one of the reasons, you know, that it's hard to talk about Voyager. Um, you know, if we say the quality on Enterprise and Voyager are comparable and we argue about which is better or the other, the reason we talk about Enterprise so much more, the reason all these movies talk about Enterprise so much more is even if Voyager was the best show in the world, it didn't do much to the Star Trek universe. There's not yeah, really, like all there's that not really a like reason. one ship all the way out. Yeah, you know, there's not really a reason away. to talk about it. There's not really a... a you know, a, a, a point of comparison. I mean, we can like, we can bring up Tuvok as an afterthought, I guess we brought up Balana today as a point of comparison, I guess, but we don't like, like now we can really reevaluate. We can talk about the Orions differently and the Klingons differently, the mirror universe differently and, and Starfleet differently and Kirk differently. So I, so I think that the thing I love about what this has done, um, even more so than the, the Kelvin timeline, although I really, really want to find out how this jives with the prime timeline we know, 
Um, yeah, it has to be an alternate alternate. It does. Like, here's the like thing. It has to. What it does is it stirs that's the pot okay. more. That's fine. I don't want it to be an alternate alternate, but rather if they if if there's an acknowledgement that it changed at some point because of this, but it's not so very different as like the Kelvin timeline is. Oh um, yeah, no, I, I feel because we're not talking about the destruction of a planet here. But, like, yeah, that's what the they, thing about the Kelvin timeline, something huge yeah. that really is far reaching. Because like in that episode with with Worf, I mean, it's the difference between what kind of cake he got. Yeah, so it's it's you it's, know some of them are real close. You know what I like and what they've done is in in every episode they've stirred the pot of what we consider Star Trek to be just a little bit, um, and I hope they keep doing it because that's that gives us more to talk about. Like this, this there's so much more. But I I I vow that we will find a major topic next time that deals with some of the Star Trek that we've been ignoring, which is most of the Star Trek, um, for the last six months. Um, we are, we, we can finally go back to talking about other great stuff, but we for can, now, we can, yes, we can talk about all of Star Trek yeah. instead of just being like, did you watch Discover? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Did you see what happened? So uh, we have to wait a year to get more Discovery. So, uh, oh my it, God, we have to wait a year. Yeah. 2019, but it'll come soon. Oh, lots year? of stuff to talk about next, next week. Uh, um, we really need to do, we, I do want to talk a little bit about meeting then visitor and some stuff that she talked about, which is really cool. Oh, I really I want to I want to so. talk about uh, Ready Player One, both the book, which I loved and the movie that I'm looking forward to. And you're not. That'll be a, a lively discussion. The f- book that followed it is a really cool list. book called called uh, We Are Legion. We Are Bob, um, which I'm reading right now. That's really also super fascinating. Um, uh, Wait, that followed from what? Um, so when I finished uh, Ready Player One. Uh, I looked into. You didn't read Armada, or no? I didn't read Armada because the reviews were kind of like it's like it's like Ready Player One, but not quite as good. It's kind of it's really. It's still really good. You should read um, that book. Well, it. I moved. I moved on to the, the if in Audible. The other thing that was suggested next to like three down was a book called We Are We Are Legion. We Are Bob, um, which is a fascinating book, and we'll talk about it next time. Um, if you want to talk about Armada, maybe maybe we'll have like like Sci Fi Book Club next time. That'd be fun. Like we can talk about fun. like like some things that we've been doing, but for now, yeah, because I th- I'm I, I'm I'm planning to start Altered Carbon. I keep I, saying "but for now," and you're like, "I'm not letting you end the show, Justin. We gotta keep going." Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was I was agreeing with you, dude. I was saying we're about to start a book. I know. You know what I should do? I should I should not Gosh. stop. You. I should not stop you when you agree with me because it is is it is like it's such a rare I know. thing. It's dude. like just it's like a, it's like a fine cut of filet mignon. I should right. I should savor it. I should chew yeah. on it a little bit. Like the, the tiniest itsy bitsy little bit of success that I can have. Yum yum yum. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. Trek off. Oh, trek off, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek Off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it, if you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription, or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.